Thank you for listening to the Other Side of Sports podcast, representing the DMV. Be sure to subscribe to us on Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube at OSS TV. Look, we need your support, so please do us a favor and make sure you leave a comment and give us a rating. Thank you. Now on to our show. You are now tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 9 Welcome back. You're now tuning to the other side, the other side of sports. I'm your host, Laws, in the building. Yeah. We got D, we got Aaron yeah. rocking out. Right. We got a packed show. A lot of stuff we're going to get into. We're going to get to our question of the day. Kwame Brown, comeback player of the year. We're going to talk about it. Hogan for president. He making moves, trying to do stuff to get get back in that high seat. NBA playing uh, Stern's Orders 2.0. Y'all already know. NFL news. Going to talk Kerrigan. Rashad Bateman. I seen a video. Ah, Lamar, bro, you might want me on your team, champ. <laughs> uh, Packers sign. Make some signings to try to compensate for the whole Aaron Rodgers situation. Uh, and then we're going to talk about what rookie we, we most excited to see. And, you know, and maybe some other stuff I might slip in there. Uh, just for starters, we got some news, young. In the news, you got Kanye West walking around with Candace Owens. Is, is you surprised? I think that's a match made in heaven. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much coonery and genius all in one one place, dog. It just artistic genius. Let's be clear. Yeah, artistic genius, dog. And it's funny because Candace Owens job like flipped the script. She used to be talking reckless against our people. Now she all black empowerment. She sound like the uh, virgin, yeah. the younger version. Dog, as of late, she been going hard body in the other direction, dog. When? When was this? I ain't see this. I as saw before late, she dog. used to be like that, like way, way back before she took the break. Nah, she started, she trying to get back on the right side of, yeah. You have I'm to just... add that in the, uh, in the main show. I got to see this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that I, either. I'm going to bring that show for, for, for next week and stuff. Uh but of course we have our question of the day. Shout out to my my man, little Christian. We're gonna try to get him on here because I know he I know he listens to the show faithfully every week, and I know he has input on who gonna win these, these NBA playoffs and playing games. So we're gonna get to that later in the show. But for starters, we have the question of the day. Question of the day comes in. It says, "I'm 28. I have a child six months, and his father is I." Let me hold up. Let me take that off. So his father is not is not and has never been involved. I have a strong family support support system, which is an absolute blessing. A year ago, I met my 28 year old boyfriend while he was in my area working as a contract contract laborer. He historically doesn't stay longer than a few months in an area for a job, but has stuck around here on his current job to be with me. In a year, the job wraps up and he plans to return home, but he wants my son and I to move with him. He adores my son and is looking into ways to renovate his home to accommodate us as well as help me find employment and build a support system near his home. I love this man and would move in a heartbeat, but I would be wrong for, but would I be wrong for moving my child away from the only family he's he's, he's ever known? Am I being selfish, putting my wants over what could be the best for my child? I know it's pretty far away, but I want to start preparing. Any advice is welcome. This is breaking me. I live in VA and his home is in Cali. Mm. Mm, that's cross country right there. Cross country. That's on the other side for our difference. Now log it in. <laughs> right. So she got a I'm a little bit confused. She has a six month old child, but a boyfriend from a year ago. Uh I don't 
it says, uh, yeah. <laughs> he doing the calculations. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he doing no, nine months just, plus six months. <laughs> oh, yeah. Duh. So that ain't his That ain't his child. Maybe he was just the, the Herb Johnson auto bama just hanging in the background. Uh, and then, I know some jokes you know, like that. Okay. You know, and then, then Youngin was like, I mean, or maybe they was talking and then, you know, it was just inconsistent and she was out here floating got seated up. Now she like, I need somebody with me because this is real in the field. So she I wanted mean, the bad guy. That's who she wanted to date. Got pregnant by him. Right. Now that life is hard, she ready for the stable guy. Right. Gotcha. Okay. That, that's what it sounds like based on what we just read. That That's what it sounds like, unfortunately. And, and So... Is he wife in the show? Because it seems like he just about to take on an escapade across country and, and keep on a rope till he get tired, then send her back. That's the key. Like, my answer might surprise y'all, but if the Bama marrying her, I say go. If, you know what I mean? If the father not involved and it's no male role in the child's life and this dude is willing to take you in, mm-hmm. even given the situation, as long as the drink come with a wedding ring, I say that might be the best move for you. Yeah, I'm shocked by that response, and I had to look up at the sky because I, I didn't. <laughs> the key is not to go like, oh, he got to be like, okay, we we propose, might be married before you even pack your bags and move. But just sometimes just youngers just be chasing show? stability. Show? However, it gotta come. Because uh-huh. everybody, you know what I mean? I, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. It can't be. It can't be father in the house, dog. Right, and it can't, can't just be something in her head. You can't take a chance, though, with the situation where it can, you're going to basically uproot your life. For she'll have a dude. life. You, you're right. You're right. I mean, you it's still uprooting the circumstances because, you know, I mean, there her family's here, her support system's here. So you're going to move out away from your support system. You know what they're saying behind the scenes? Got- Praise the Lord. Somebody, they thought they was going to have to take that, that voyage for 18 years with her. Mm-hmm. But my question is, did he say, and I might have missed this, that, that he was going to take in the child too? Like, be the. Yeah. the he's swooping yeah, he over you. He's he going to go be handyman and make a room and a space for a little man. I mean, Kate but, fluttering but, in no, the breeze. First of all, I don't, I, like, listen, uh, the child is six months. I don't know if the Bama really staying overnight at the Slim House because kids be waking up like three, four times. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's six a, months. Yeah. That's but a real situation. Youngers with babies, they would put that joint in the stroll and then do what they got to do and then attend to what they got to attend to when you hit the door. Man. Uh, so, if, so, if he's all the way in, I, I agree with Aaron in the premise. If he's all the way in and not that he's just all the way in, that he's also a good you would yeah, deem him as a good father figure. Yeah, because you don't want him to be like, yeah, I'll take care of your son and the joke is a tyrant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that and man that, would be selling drugs by right, 15. And right. <laughs> like, yo, what happened? Yo, I thought she was a contract labor. This man on here. Yeah, so, I don't know. I mean... Yeah. But if it he, all he, lines he up... Gonna take on, he gonna take on that responsibility. Right. He, he's serious about that. Like, I mean, ain't too many... Ain't too many buses gonna come past your way after you know one a.m. Yeah. in the morning, dog. The, the buses stop coming. So, and I tip my hat to any guy that takes care of another dog, man's child. Yeah, it's a different. You a different kind, like you know. Hop on, sign up, stamp that joint, and get the, get out there. Yeah, especially yeah. a baby this young. Right. Yeah. Which could be a good thing because then you can try to mold him yeah. at this yeah, point. That's true. The and child just... Gotta... <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say... They'll, least... they'll only know you right? You know, as, their, as their, their father. I mean, but... Because yeah, we saw a video earlier where the dude was fixing the little girl bike and she said... And the mom said, oh, look at dad. The little girl said, that's not my daddy. He in jail and I miss him. I'm oh, like, wow. what? See, it, it, that too much has happened. That's that's yeah. the thing. Whereas this yeah, one is six months. It. There's no that's memories. Not, it's no comparison. Yeah, no memories. No. I mean, I, I think though, just for the child's sake, don't try to be lying to the child. Like this, your violet. Like, yeah. Just, just need be. to keep it a hundred, though. Yeah. Just need to keep it a hundred, because the charade gonna come to an end at some point. So, you know, I mean, if you're getting a fresh start with 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 main man, make sure you. You taking that serious too? 
Yeah, you got wedding dates and, and, and engagement ring and everything. Don't go on some anecdotal type my right. feeling yeah. stuff. Don't do that. He had you for the summer and then send you back. Right. <laughs> you be right back in VA. And the father, you know, the father gonna be like, see, I knew that Drake wasn't mine. It, it's, you know how Bama's brains work. Right. Even if it's not true, even if it's to justify him not being there, he gonna have all kind of stuff to say. I mean, she still gotta have a conversation with him too. The right. Bama's still the father, even though she say he don't do nothing. I've yeah. seen personally a lot uh, of women say that try, to justify yeah. the kind yeah. of moves they want to make anyway. Yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah. their conversation has to be had because he's still the father. Yeah. If Facts. he is the father. Yeah. So, yeah, nah, that's, that's that, I think that's solid advice. Uh, on to some sports. So I'm trying to figure out, should we get to the serious stuff or should we get to the play stuff? Dog, this Bama, we just get to the it. The play stuff is the serious stuff. Yeah, you right. The Bama, listen, I'm about to play the clip so y'all can see and just get a little bit of a, you can just ascertain a little bit of where, where we coming from. How this Bama, overnight, because he's still on a, he's still on a tour right now. He's still on a social media tour right now going hamburger, no cheese uh, at Matt Barnes, Steven Jackson. is is completely out of control, dog. But I'm going to let y'all be the judge because I changed my whole perception on Kwame Brown. Did you edit the video or you going to let it run? Nah, we going, we going. <laughs> uh, if I get to the locker room and the word that got around, I broke I broke my hand because I ain't come for workout. Mm. Uh. So Udonis Haslam was like, yeah, nigga, I heard you were swinging like this and swinging like a girl. You, you uppercut like this. And I looked at him and I said, he went to bed though. <laughs> that kind of explains uh, the whole thing. Right before the draft, uh, I broke my fourth metatarsal. So now I got two broken bones and a broken bone in my wrist. So now my whole shot, my whole hand, and everything is a little bit different. Uh, but they were aware of the situation. Um, I, this is what you guys don't know. They never drafted me with the intentions of me staying a Washington Wizards. If anybody, I'll say that again. They never drafted Kwame Brown with the intentions of being the number one draft pick. I was supposed to be traded. Uh, MJ was a 39-year-old man. Um, he's from an era where, and that's why I'm not bashing him. I'm not saying this to bash him, but MJ is from an era where young guys did not play. I think John Sally just said this on Vlad TV. The era that they're from is young guys had to prove themselves and earn the right to play. You could say it's wrong. You could say it's right. You could say whatever, but that's the era that he's from. Um, I was drafted in order to be traded for Elton Brand to come to the Wizards so MJ can get into the playoffs and compete for a championship. So the fact that none of the sports writers and the beach writers never asked, uh, MJ is a very shrewd businessman. What company ever bought a product that they had time to look at, examine, they check your mind, they check your heart, your blood, they check your family, they know everything about you. What company that know everything about you then turns around and bash the product that they they put out? That's because... It don't make sense to invest in something and then turn around, but yeah. Right. That's because MJ did not get what he want. A Poland did not allow me to get traded because they've made so many trades. And this is, this part is alleged, but mm -hmm. allegedly there was an argument between MJ and A. Poland that they, he wanted to trade me for Elton Brand. Elton Brand was killing at this point. You know, uh, he's double, double easy, 20 and 12, 20 and 14 makes business sense. You're an aging older guy. Why wouldn't you want a guy who's proven? I never took it personal. I knew this the entire time. So for people to say what they saying and keep regurgitating things that they hear, and I just be like, we must be living in a simulation or something. Because Gilbert Arena, this guy, he know me. And the fact that he was up there 
trying to pretend like he was defending me or he my friend. Let me tell you a story about Gilbert. Gilbert came to, see, first of all, Gilbert, one of them ignorant ass niggas. He's going to always, white folks is always going to put Gilbert in front of somebody's camera because he's toxic. His mentality, he's a little boy in the inside. He ain't no man. He was in a draft. Though, I, that's just a clip. For context, because I know people want context, Gilbert Arenas was on All the Smoke podcast with Steven Jackson, Matt Barnes, and they were talking about the Wizards. They were talking about, you know, asking Gil about his life and circumstances, things that he, you know, experienced, you know, playing in Cali and all this stuff. And uh, he brought up Kwame Brown. Well, he was talking about Kwame Brown, and he's basically... From the way it sounded, he really wasn't slandering Kwame like that. What happened was Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson, or Steven Jackson made a comment about Matt Barnes suggesting that Kwame Brown was like this, this, this great player. And then they just started snickering and laughing. Like it was almost like a, like they were being sarcastic about it. And Kwame Brown didn't take too kindly to it. And this is just a snippet. I mean, it's a whole hour and 15 minutes of him just kind of breaking down. You know, I mean, this dude within 24 hours has changed my whole perception. I thought he was everything that the media said he was, dog. And, and listening to him, you know, it makes perfect sense that they swindled me, dog. I got swindled. I got to apologize to Kwame Brown. I don't even know the man, but where he talking now, I'm like, this dude on a different, he on a different wavelength right now. What did y'all, what did you think of the uh, comments, Aaron? D? I was, like you're saying, I was very surprised because based on what the media always said about Kwame Brown is not what I, I was shocked to see what he was doing. And, and this is the thing about what I was seeing. The story he told and the way he told it I, I, I took it as truth because he was honest about the everything, even about him punching like a girl. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, if he even want to tell that part of the story, he didn't have to tell that. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, it was certain things that he was saying. It was just like he was just being honest about everything that happened, whether good or bad, you know, for himself. And I was like, this is interesting, man, that Kwame Brown, of all people, of, the, of his career that he's coming out and saying these things. And so I watched one of the videos. I hadn't watched the other ones, but I did watch the one. And I was just like, when he was going on Gil, he was going on Steven. I mean, he was going on all of them. Yo, and, and I was Bama, just like, yo. He said the Bama Matt Bonds wear pretty shoes. <laughs> Son, dog, his, his, hey, Kwame Brown, a real one, dog. He a real one. We reached out. We had our team reach out, see if we can get him. It looked like he on his he, he on a solo mission right now to redeem and reclaim his his respect back. We ain't heard nothing from from Kwame Brown in twenty never. years, though. Right. When never. he was playing, I didn't hear the Bama voice. He never spoke. <laughs> oh, and now he's like he, y'all think because I'm quiet, I'm soft. Okay, <laughs> no, no. The Bama was telling so many stories. He told a story about how when uh. Who was who was the uh, coach of the team? Doug. Uh, Doug Collins. Doug Collins. He said Doug Collins brought in all these tough guys to try like bully ball them or whatever, and he was just like Bama was elbowing them and, and 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 just doing the most young. And he was like the jump was just stupid. Like he was just running the team into the ground. He was just telling all the back like the stories of like see, we used to see the team just crumble and fumble. I'm like, young, what is wrong with these dudes? And he basically just kind of exposed it all, dog. And it was kind of refreshing to hear because we knew there was there was so much dysfunction on the team. He told stories about how Gil used to get arrested all the time, pump faking in the city, and battles from DC would, would you know, basically what press him ass. out. <laughs> yeah, press him out and, and he would just, you know, be just pump faking all day. And so he, I mean, listen, I, I don't want to say I'm like a, like, I have a detection for like, yes. like the fake young gay. Like, the, 
the fugazi, the, the the fake stuff that's not real. Like I just detected all oh, right, like, oh this Bama pump fake, oh this Bama soft, he not real, whatever, whatever. Dog, Kwame Brown, young, this Bama real, dog. <laughs> he a real one. The Bama is still on IG. He got a video, he got his feet up on his tractor. He was like, young, y'all pretty shoes wearing type dudes. I can't even use the language he used, but he was just like, y'all wearing these pretty shoes. I'm out here in my work boots. Y'all don't know nothing about this. Y'all think I'm hurting? I got land. Y'all Bamas don't own no land. Y'all on the networks working for the white man, trying to get them to like you. And he's like, all y'all do on y'all platform is talk about black dudes and just try to put black people down. And he's like, y'all done messed, y'all done barked up the wrong tree, essentially. And he's like, how y'all want all the smoke, but y'all never, y'all talk about me, but don't have me on the show. Then and then of course you know the media is going to run with it. So Rachel Nichols and people they asking Matt Barnes and them about this situation on TV. And dog, I'm telling you, Kwame a real one, dog. All the respect that was lost over the year, he done earned it back in 24 hours, dog. Comeback player of the year, all time favorite wizard. All time <laughs> Kwame <laughs> Stamp it, dog. Cause dog, real recognize real. And another thing is like that he was explaining was like when you take it out of the context of basketball and how you know how everybody's so infatuated with sports and that means more than everything else and you just look at it from a man standpoint, from a humanistic standpoint, he's dead right, dog. Yeah. You got two bammers on national TV code switching. Like you see, if you you go on IG and you see how Matt Barnes is talking to bammers in the comments and threatening everybody, playing tough. Same thing with Stephen Jackson. Then they get on TV, you know what I mean? (laughs) Put on the bow tie and then start, you know what I mean? Like code switching back and forth. And it's always based on some type of like negativity and just like this fake tough guy image that a lot of these guys, we talked about the fake tough NBA Bamas like over and over and over. Or the super, the OC stunt. Like, it's like, it's like to get validation and all this extra stuff. And he, and Kwame Brown's just like, no, I'm just a regular Bama. I'm just chilling, doing my, And I wanted life. I could be a busted basketball but the Bama bought it, said he bought his mother a house at 18. Said the Bama had to play, he had to go to the park with no shoes on and play a dude for his shoes to get shoes when he was a kid. And left the court with shoes, you know what I mean? Like, so, and he, the fact that he been out the league for what, five, six years? If he still got money and still got he land, that's a lot of guys. Year, 13 year career. Right, but it's a lot of guys be out the league three, four years that made twice, three times as much as him and go flat broke. Mm-hmm. So if you look at it from an overall standpoint of life, people keep making him the punchline of a joke, punchline of a joke. A lot of these Bamas out here stacking boxes and stuff like that. Like, he just trying to make it clear, like, okay, y'all got this one basketball joke, but y'all not going to make me out like I'm not a man. Yeah. The man didn't tell a lie that I saw. Dog. And he going to keep going, dog. Like, I I mean... (laughs) Suge Knight had to sign this Bama, dog. And he just... He going on that death row tour. Like, he put out, like, it might be seven videos. Yeah, yeah, he put out seven videos within 24 hours. And he all going hamburger, no cheese in every one of them. And, like, you got, like... Listen, it don't sound like he telling no lies. And they're funny. Because Harold couldn't play the real stuff. That's by far the lightest. I'm shocked you found a segment that long, Paul, <laughs> where it was, you didn't have to put any beeps in the drink. The stuff that he's saying that you can't play on a podcast is hilarious. Yeah, you right, though. It's hilarious. I, I had to parcel through that, John. I was like, let me get this, this, this one. But he shows, he gives insight into the organization, into the franchise, the whole MJ story and situation. Though it makes complete sense. We working on that. We working on that. And we know MJ was like that, too, dog. Where it's his way or the highway because he's so used to just everything being catered to him. And pre-social media, it was basically like land of the favorites. Like whoever you like more, that's the story you believe. Mm-hmm. Dog, I was mesmerized, dog. Cause I even when it, the whole you didn't hear Kwame Brown's name without bus associated with it ever during that that time. And and I looked at Michael Jordan because that was the man. I was like, young, he could do no wrong. Even when the Bama was ripping our whole franchise apart. (laughs) I was was looking at the Bama like, young, if he just get one piece to help him, dog. Like, the Bama 45, dog. But when he glassed that Bama shot, I was like, young, he can still do it, dog. But now also, 
Also, seeing him as a GM for 10, 15 years or owner and having control and seeing that he was great at playing basketball, but that doesn't necessarily translate to all um, aspects of the game. Because he's looking through, his, he looking at the game through his eyes from when he played. Like you and can just a, do it. At, like you can yeah, will yourself to win. Yeah. Everybody don't like, it. <laughs> the whole, like I used to yell at Bama's on the football field, run faster, dog. Bama's just only going to run as fast as they can run, right. dog. Like it just. 40 times is your 40 times. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, to endure that, those type, that type of situation, scrutiny, we ain't hear not, like, I mean, you heard stories about Kwame Brown. I mean, he was 18, he was young, but you ain't really hear no stories like we heard with Gil. This bad McGill brought guns in the locker room, doing all this reckless, like, he told a story about how Gil tried to get him kicked off the team. Just a whole bunch of stuff, dog. Jones and he stayed crazy. in the league 12, 13 years. That's another thing that I didn't even realize until he was going through. Like, Bus, he didn't live up to the expectations of the number one pick. Correct. But the Bama was in the league 13 years. He made yeah. $70 million, so. Yeah. Dog, yeah. I mean, y'all, if you want to go through the tapes, dog, he right now is uh might be Kevin Samuels, Umar, mm-hmm. and then Kwame Brown. Right there. Right there. Right <laughs> he there, might got dog. Umar he, beat to me. He can, to he me, he might be the two C. <laughs> he keep going at this rate, dog. He gonna be two C by his by the middle end of the summer, dog. Wait, did you see the video with him in his truck? With the uh, with the oh, sharecropper yeah. hat on. Oh yeah, yeah. When he yeah, starts yeah. singing R. Kelly, talking. Dog. That was Bama is pure comedy, and I think he know it too. And this is, yeah, it actually is genius because he waited long enough for Bama's to really like, like there's a there's almost like a backhanded entry that goes into it because you never heard the Bama talk before. That's so now that he's talking so much, it's like you want to hear everything he got to say because it's like... <laughs> you it's might like never get to hear it again. Of, 15 years of picked up frustration and, and information. We ain't never got to hear it. Oh, man, dog. Hey, so And when Bama's quiet, you just assume they can't talk. But the fact that he's been spied on and like this hilarious... It's like it's borderline shock though. Yeah, I, I listen. Like, is this really Kwame Brown? I had to look. Like, hold on, no dog, way. The first video, I was, I was, <laughs> when somebody put it up and they were saying basically what it was about, I was like, I had planned. The Jones said I went 15 minutes. You know how we do, Aaron. We look at the video. The Jones say more than 10 minutes. I just be like, uh, right. Let me, clicked, yeah, I, let me know I, what he's saying. Let me know what he's saying. Yeah. So I clicked it and. You know, I was like, all right, let me just watch the first five minutes. Out the gate, <laughs> he was cooking with gas, dog, out the <laughs> gate. And then I, li- I literally looked back, and I was 35 minutes into the video, dog. And I was like, this Bama is still cooking with gas after 35 minutes. No dull moment in an hour video. Dog, with no music in the background, no, like, nothing. No no extra stuff. Like, I mean, the Batman on his camera phone. So, dog, that's that's a gift, dog. That's a talent right there. To keep Batman's captivated for that long of a period of time. So, yeah, I'm, I'm hooked, dog. I'm hooked. I'm hooked. Uh, before we get into the, to the NBA, because we're going to talk NBA, playoffs, Stearns, orders, all that stuff. Dog, Governor Hogan, dog, he he trying to make a bid for for uh, president. I think he is, dog. Governor Larry Hogan signs two twenty six bills into Maryland law Tuesday, including one legalizing sports betting. So I'm gonna read through this this article. This is from the uh, Baltimore CBS Baltimore. They got an article. It says Maryland Governor uh, Larry Hogan is signing two twenty six bipartisan bills into law Tuesday, including one legalizing sports betting in the state. There are also uh, enacting the Jordan McNair Safe and Fair Play Act, uh, which it, which provides critical health and safety measures for student athletes, as well as multiple pieces of legislation to make the K through 12 schools safer. All right, Hogan is also signing bills to allow restaurant and bars to sell cocktails to go and deliver alcohol through June 2023. The governor is also signing laws to help support Maryland veterans and replacing the state song, which he said is a relic of the Confederacy and is clearly outdated and out of touch. 
The Jordan McNair Safe and Fair Play Act is named after the former University of Maryland. So, you know, most of y'all know the, the University of Maryland player who died at it from heat exhaustion from the, uh, you know, the workouts out on the right. field. Yeah. Uh, it says, in addition to allowing college athletes to earn, in addition to allowing college athletes to earn money from the use of their name, likeness, and image. It, re- it requires athletic departments to implement guidelines to prevent, assess, and treat serious sports-related conditions. This bill is important an important statement that our state government is going to prioritize the health and financial needs of our student-athletes, said Dale Brooke um, Learman, a Democratic who's a bill sponsor. More than a dozen states have approved laws to allow athletes to be compensated for use of their name, image, and likeness or NIL for short. Uh, I think it's something nationally that's beginning to pick up steam on a specific issue of uh, name, image, and likeness. Uh, Republicans who sponsor the legislation, the NCAA has dragged its feet for so long on this issue. It makes no sense to me why a student athlete can't earn money based on their names, image, and likeness. California was the first state to approve a law allowing athletes to receive NIL compensation, but its law does not take effect until 2023. Several states, including Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Mississippi, and New Mexico, are set to go in effect as early as July 1st. Actions by state legislatures has put pressure on finding national response to avoid a patchwork of state laws. In March, NCAA President Mark Emert told the New York Times he would recommend that college sports governing bodies approve new rules before or as close to July 1st when the new laws are scheduled to go in effect uh, for those five states. Uh, while health and provisions in Maryland state affect this year, the NIL provisions don't take effect until 2023 in the state. We set the start date out pretty far so that we can adapt if we need to, Reedy says. Here's the look at the, some of the other legislations Hogan signed today. Sports betting, so he allows sports betting in Maryland and in the state song and in alcoholic deliveries. No, is is this change to the to the legislation gonna gonna impact anything? The sports betting for sure. You know I can't wait. Other than no, that. the sports betting, yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about the NCAA and them trying to allow the players to to be able to earn bread for the the image and likeness. I mean, that eventually is going to come, especially since California was the first state to do it. You don't want to have, well, they don't want to have a system where students going to feel incentivized to only play in one state. So all of the Pac-12 or Pac-10 schools would just load up with the best talent and have it kind of where it's segmented like that. So I think they're trying to nudge some of these other states to be like, hey, you have to get on board or your team, especially in the SEC, are going to suffer. So I think they're just trying to wait around till you get some of these Republicans to kind of do their part to go ahead and pay them black boys and then allow them to move forward. No, this is going to be a game changer. I know they try to push it out for a lot of them to 2023 because they trying to wait to see how, you know, you know how I go. They want to see how I shake out first before they jump in the water. Is the water cold? That joint hot? You know what I'm saying? What, what it's looking like. But if they open this up, this could be the segue or the game changer that allow the athletes to have more control over their destinies, over their, you know, their revenues. I mean, it's going to be interesting, dog, because now the school, but you know how business is. They going, I mean, they already don't have, they might going to take the names off the jerseys. Some schools are already. Why would you go there if you can go to a school like, you know, some of the schools, because they've done this already so far when you look at the facilities, mm-hmm. they're going to create an environment where the young Bamas want to come, and you're going to have to compete with that. You don't have to get all of the schools to buy in. You just need one school to set an environment where guys is like, oh, man, and it'll be, that'll be the Kentucky or the mm-hmm. Alabama in football. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You need one school. <clears throat> and that's kind of what's going to drive the competition and then eventually get it to where it needs to be. Yeah, and that kind of all kind of stems also from you remember how we used to play college football and how that all went away because of this very Yo, reason. They took the games, those are billion dollar games that so they took them just off. Took it away because O'Bannon brothers like nah nah you know that was that whole thing and they were like nah y'all gonna have to stop paying us and so you see you're seeing this thing it they started talking about it a long time ago and now finally they're starting to 
make some actual action on what they were talking about with this. And I think that's going to be good for these student athletes. But of course, if they can't control it, then, you know, they're always going to deem it as a problem. Always got to control it, dog. That's one of the rules of business. How can I control it? Yeah, uh, so we're going to see. Yeah, yeah, that definitely is a fact. Uh, speaking of control, Stern's Orders 2.0 in full effect this year. Y'all already know. Did y'all hear me? I said Stern's Orders in full effect 2.0. Now, I did get it wrong because I just didn't think that the, the, that the they would allow for the Lakers to have to match up against Steph Curry and the Warriors. But then I I thought about it a little deeper. Now, if you look at the the playoff structure, you see that the Lakers are the seventh seed and the Warriors are the eighth seed. Now, if either one of these teams lose, they actually have another opportunity to play and get back into the playoffs. Hmm. So if the Lakers lose, they don't really truly lose. They just go into the another playing game versus a team that they definitely had an opportunity to beat. You know, mm-hmm. Stern's order is not going to let them lose to the Grizzlies. Stern's order is not going to let them lose to the Spurs. Like it's just not going to happen when you look at player approval ratings and 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 team approval ratings, you know, it's no competition. So this is the way for them to double dip. Y'all know what I'm talking about is true. They double dipping. They got the the game that everybody want to see because you can't sit here and say you don't want to see the Lakers matched up against the Warriors. You want to see that matchup. That's going to earn big big dollars and big revenue. Mm-hmm. Of course. Either one lose you, they still get another chance to redeem themselves and get into the A spot versus a team that, I mean, a lot of people think the Utah Jazz is, is good. I like Donovan Mitchell. I like the, the roster that they had. But, dog, there's no way you can tell me that the Warriors can't beat them or the Lakers can't beat the Utah Jazz in that A spot. And the Suns, a lot of people like them. They come back story of the year. You know, Monty Williams, all that good stuff. Yeah, praise him if you want to. But the simple fact is that do you see the Suns beating the Warriors or the Lakers? We know Chris Paul, that Bama injury prone when it when it get crunch time. So I, I just this is the way for for Stern. The spirit of stern orders can can continue <laughs> on, dog, in the hearts and minds of the people, dog. Yeah. Do y'all believe it or not? Is this conspiracy theories or am I speaking facts? I mean, it makes sense. I mean, you want to make money. Think about that team too. That you know, they 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 got to get Bron. They got to get the Lakers. I mean, I'm sorry. They got to get Bron and the Lakers in there. They got to get the Warriors. I mean, these were teams in recent history that were at the top. So they want to continue that role and they need to get the money. Last year's season was a wash in terms of revenue because of everything that happened. Every series going seven games that they can milk. <laughs> that's a, exactly. They got, that's they why they had to play. All games. that bread back. Yeah. That's what the whole. The playing games is genius. I can't even lie. Yes, it is. Because the jump, it's like, dog, it's a way to see. I This is what people don't realize. Shout out my man, Lai. He said, yeah, they got to get as many out of LeBron. Yeah, he on the way out, dog. So, yeah, they got to yeah, milk it. Right. But, dog, the playing games is a way. Dog, this is so genius, dog. These Bamas that swindle everybody. <laughs> it's a way for them Bamas to get extra bread and ensure that the team that they want to get into the playoffs get into the playoffs. See, before with the structure, it's just the top eight is cut off. You make it in, you make it in. You don't make it in, oh, well. But if a team was, like, on the brink of not making it in, they didn't have no way to, like, fedangle it. They just had to deal. Second They just had to to deal with the chips, how they fell. And so if they went in and they, you know, because sometimes the league, they'll get real aggressive when it starts orders in play. They'll get real aggressive with the officiating and everything. So they're like, yeah, how can we back up the officiating just a hair 
where we can still control it and finesse it, but at the same time, it don't look egregious. Because what was happening is they was trying to, they had to get egregious with it to get the teams that they wanted to get in the jump. The bubble helped them because they were like, yeah, we can fandangle this, we can change the structure, and it don't look odd because of the circumstances. So these Batmans, I'm telling you, these businessmen that are part of, that's why I like when people talk about like, uh, you know, making changes in, 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 you know, do the players have the ability and the power and stuff like that? Dog, some of these executives and people who are involved in the business of the NBA and making the jump thrive, these Bamas are top-level geniuses, dog, when it comes to swindling Bamas out of cash, dog. They just, they done figured every, done turned every rock and stone to figure out how to milk for bread, dog. Best believe it. And they are... Go ahead, D. Yeah, no, you're right. They're just trying to ensure the best team plays in the actual playoffs by having the player. You're ensuring this. So a team that may have a down year because of injury and they're just trying to claw their way back into the playoffs like the Lakers in this sense. This is a perfect way of doing it. Perfect. Who perfect. who really wants to watch uh, a team like the, hate to say it, the Suns? Who's really going to watch the Suns? Unless you're, you have to be a fan of this. You gotta song. live out Phoenix. Yeah, you gotta be a, a, a diehard fan, because people are gonna watch the Lakers and they're gonna watch the Warriors over the Suns. Dog, you know how I know. Dog, if it, if it's a if it's the top selling drink at Seven Eleven, it's not gonna be on the back of the shelf. It's gonna be as soon as you walk in, they're gonna have a little refrigerator right there by the door where all. <laughs> All the energy drinks you that's top sellers, though. So on your way out, you go, oh, yeah, let me get these energy. Like, they yeah. know what they're doing, bro. They know what they're doing. And this yeah. joint is perfect because, you know what? People going to be looking at it like, young. they're going to be into the whole matchup, Steph Curry versus LeBron, because ultimately that's a matchup you want. But you only get it for one game, and it don't cost you nothing from a business standpoint. It only gives you more. You know what I'm saying? Only gives you more. Yeah. Now, question is, do you think the Lakers or the Warriors going to win? Who going to win the game? It's no way in hell they're going to let LeBron be out the playoffs. It's no way in hell. They not going to risk it. So they they winning the, win the game tomorrow night versus the Warriors. That's what you're telling me. They can live without the Warriors in the playoffs. They yes. cannot live without the Lakers. Right. TV's getting shut down. Bama's not even going to watch the rest because Brooklyn is a shoe-in. They need that Lakers versus Brooklyn championship game. Too big. Clippers market. versus Brooklyn, maybe nah. they tolerate it. I'm yeah. just saying, worst case scenario. Let's say yeah, yeah, yeah. injury had whatever. Nah. But they are not going to let LeBron miss this joint, dog. They can't afford for somebody to turn an ankle in the second game and be out, dog. No, nah, they need to, they need him in there. And then he's playing Phoenix if they win. That's that's a perfect matchup, in my opinion, that's for the Lakers. They that's the- dog walk Phoenix, dog. <laughs> The they going dog walk Phoenix. I mean, that's a that's a warm up series for you. Okay, okay. I don't think the Lakers are in a place right now to be guaranteeing anything. Only thing that that I'm guaranteeing is Stern's orders. Like the revenue generates usually what I think when it comes to basketball. Yeah. So I feel like they're gonna make something happen. But the way the Lakers are playing in the injury situation, I don't know that it's just like a, a walk in the park playing playing uh, Phoenix. No. It's Phoenix, bro. It's not the same Phoenix, though. But who, where, where is their playoff experience outside of Chris yeah. Paul? These Bamas won 15 games last year. 18 games. I, I, to me, I, I don't care that they're the second seed. It's a shortened season. They may, you know, and then they got to play a monster, either the Warriors or the, or the uh, Lakers. If you want the wings, Lakers. I'll take Phoenix over the Warriors. But not the I, Lakers, I, though. No, because I'm not, I'm not picking that. them to beat I, the Lakers. Listen, listen, <laughs> I'm just saying I don't think this is one of those. Like, I, I'll take that. I'll take that. I see what I'll you're saying. On, I'll it's take Wings on the Warriors. I got I'll take I don't think it's a breeze, like, sweetie, yeah, sweet. Yeah, like, when I think it's a, like, like last year, I can't remember who it was that was playing. I was like, oh, this is a sweep. Like, I don't think it's one of those series. I got you. Yeah, I'll take the Wings. We can go ahead and pull Wings up. We can pull Wings up on that. Uh... Cause, cause I, I think, you know, we talking business now. Phoenix is a good story, but 
it ain't the Warriors, though. When you look at the Warriors, I mean, I think Forbes had the Warriors like seventh overall from a, like a fan base standpoint, like just support. So, you know, of course, like over the course of the years, all the gateway Batman's just jumped on the Warriors bandwagon, the whole Durant teams and stuff. I mean, Steph is still the most deadliest shooter in the league. So he just won the scoring title. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, if you ask also, me. Are we guaranteeing that Memphis ain't going to beat uh, <clears throat> the, Spurs. the Warriors in that second play, uh, uh, playing game? No, nah, it ain't happen. Okay. I mean, they just played the Grizzlies and, and watched them. Okay. It was close for four quarters until the last five minutes. Steph Curry put on put on his uh, Magneto helmet and went hammer. <laughs> and then it was over, dog. It was over. The Bama just turned into the Utopia and just cooked, and it was done. So, I mean, I just don't see it happening, dog. I mean, if you're looking at those teams from a from a like, if we're looking at. Uh, Let's put a rating on popularity rating on those teams, right? So you got the Lakers, they probably in the 90%, right? I feel like the Warriors is probably like in the 80. Then the Spurs is probably like 65. They took a hit. You know, the whole Tim Duncan years, the Ginobili, all that's gone. So they working with, you know, I know they got uh, DeJounte Murray and they got pieces, but... It it's just not the same. It's not the same. So their rating is is lower on the total points in the sixty, maybe fifty. And then you got Grizzlies. They got John Morant. Everybody's excited about him. You like the matchup, but they still ain't done nothing. And and I feel like everybody from a perception standpoint knows that they just they're missing pieces. So the expectation for me is really low for them, which I think translates to most people who don't even watch basketball. They probably you say Grizzlies. Who the Grizzlies? Name three players. They be like, huh? Who? So, you say, who the Warriors got? Steph Curry. He's going to come out off break city. So, I think that's what's going to really determine stuff because yeah, I believe in Stern's orders, though. I believe but, in the Yeah, and, and Morant, Morant, though, could be – this could be his coming out party for – for this playoff playing, and then people are gonna go behind this young explosive. I still ain't got my wings for that rookie of the year drink though either. D. <laughs> Bama's be treat me dirty. <laughs> if, if I done lost two bets, and before the show was over, Bama was in my DMs. Young, can I get that bread? But when it comes, I'll be winning the best. They want to make me dig in the files, dog. Paul, hey, hey yo, listen, we was we was shut down from the, the We couldn't even get outside, dog. We Bama's was wearing raincoats during the day in the summer. Like, Don't dash in wings. I- <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. You're right. All right. On to the eastern side. The Wizards, they squeaked in. They got the got the uh, eighth seed. They're playing against Boston at night. Uh, you know, this one could be close. I don't think Jalen Brown will, is playing tonight. So, you know, the Boston Celtics is underhanded. But they, they generally get the best of us. We've had some run-ins with Boston and just caught the, the short end of the stick. Uh, can the Wizards beat Boston? Hmm. I don't think they'll beat Boston, at it. but I think they'll beat the, they'll beat the Pacers or the Hornets and get that okay. AC. Okay. They played the, the, I think the, I think they played the Hornets the last game of the season. They yeah. beat them. Uh, so and they know watched they, the Pacers twice, like the same week, back to back game. Yeah. So, I mean, I think if you're the Wizards, you go into this game and you treat it like do or die and you get a W and you move to the to the seventh seed. But honestly, nah, actually, they want to go to the one. They want to go to the AFC. They not trying yeah, to play right, the Nets right, first. You're right. You're Stop. right. But 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 that's the thing. You playing two games back to back. So I don't think you. you with guys like dealing with injuries, you got Bradley Bill dealing with injuries. You Is know, he playing tonight. Yeah, he's playing. He won't play tonight. He played. He played the other night, and so I would expect yeah, him to I play again tonight. I saw that, but he only had like what twenty four. I figured he was still hurt. no, but he he scored. He scored big buckets in the fourth quarter, though. I, I mean, speaking of which, I've slandered the man, but that type of play when you when you gut it out and you just really you strap on your boots and you get it done, and there's no excuses. Like to me, that 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 goes a long way in my book, because there's a lot of players out here. They, you know, they you see them holding their ankle. Next game, they being sweatpants and on the sideline, you know, and then you know, or they. they then you see them at Sequoias later that night. Exactly, <laughs> dog. Exactly during the pandemic. So 
I respect the man for for putting in the work. You know, I know he plays so so through four quarter. I mean, through most of the game, but the fourth quarter, the Bama showed up like he was healthy. And so I would anticipate and expect him to play again tonight, given the circumstances. I mean, I guess you guys may be right. You don't want to play the Nets. No, not at all. Uh, but if you and was, not to say they're going to beat the 76ers, the that's not what I'm saying. But you have the sweepy sweep is coming if you play the Nets. Mm-hmm. You say zero chance. Zero games. Okay, so versus the 76, 76ers, what percentage will you put on them having a. The, it's the still chance? a zero, but they might win a game. Okay. Because they struggle with the bigs, especially trying to defend the big. Well, I so I'll say this. I think. I, I agree with you. One, uh, no need for wings, but <laughs> I do think that Westbrook would like to to go against the Nets, dog. Would he? I think he would. I believe because so. Those, because yeah. those are his former teammates. Teammates, yeah. And they feel like they got the jump sewn up. And I think Westbrook is alpha male, not beta. Who <laughs> likes situations to show he's alpha? Right. And this will be. You talk about legacy. You so talk you're about for selfish reasons, not for basketball reasons. Yeah, not for basketball reasons. Oh, okay, so. gotcha. This is the jump to be like, y'all hated on me, and I put y'all out. They don't gotta win no more. If, if they did that, Aaron, would you then? Concede? It's nothing like a DC fan. We not even going to attack. You talking about the dog? See, they ain't even got past the two playing games, and this nigga talking about beating the Nets. I'm done. I'm walking <laughs> off early. Y'all, y'all got the rest of the show. I'm out. <laughs> Turn my camera off, dog. Oh man. Only in this city, dog. Oh, oh man. Yeah, this, we, but, but see, I tried to bet him that they was gonna make the playoffs just last week. He ain't want to put wings on, and now he talking about them beating the Nets. I mean, that's the thing right there, though. You see what the you see what the NBA Yo, God is doing. <laughs> you see what the, he got wizard confidence I'm, again. You see Bobby what the Brown NBA did. Because nah. the whole time they lied to me about him. Yeah, so I know true. it's it might be a ch- like it's something we don't do. They got a chance. But the NBA man is, is this is exactly what they are doing. Yeah, you're right. It's dog. You think right. about you're it. You're the one saying yeah, Dog, right. 65% of the NBA teams have a chance to play for playoffs. That's crazy. Out of 30 teams, 20 have an opportunity. That, dog, that's this a, a hoop it up tournament, dog. That's <laughs> a slick way of taking the playoffs to 10 teams instead of uh, or 10 on each side. It's right. Without calling it the playoffs. Right. Don't, but that's what essentially it is, though. That's just like when you go to the casino and they like, you just exchange your bread for chips. <laughs> so it don't feel like money. So it don't feel like money, dog. <laughs> you, chips. When you 3K down in a hole, right. going to the ACM, don't say insufficient funds, right. you got to call home and call your bank. Cash app. Get a wire transfer or something. Right. You know, from a payday loan who gonna take you to task <laughs> and try to get their bread back 20 years later. Dog, you know I had a payday loan by my child. Reach out to me. Some more. I owe them bread from 2002. I'm like, bro, come on, Stat- man. Stop, Statutes of limitations up on that. I said, right. come on, stop. Then they try to threaten me like they gonna take me to court. No, I said, bro, please take me to court. Please. Bama's dog, these Bama's is they the dirtiest Bama's in the world. So them and uh tow truck drivers, young. I don't Are they dirtier than the people that go to them to get money? Yeah, you're right. We talk about self-accountability over this joint. <laughs> right. You in a position where you but gotta no, go not, take a loan at 300 percent interest. Oh, right. <laughs> sit on the, they sit on the other side of the camp, like on the counter like this, like. I would too if I got a dummy coming about to give me 300% interest on what I give him. Yo, I got you. Whatever you need. Yo, when you hurting, though, you hurting. You know what it means to hurt, though. Yeah, and I also know what it means to pay a ridiculous interest rate because you want to be hard-headed. Right. Damn, you right, though. <laughs> well, hold on. It, it was, <laughs> never mind. That's off the show. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about you wasn't in Miami, was you? When you, uh, 
<laughs> when you went to the, the payday status. No, 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 no. I was down bad. I was down bad. But it wasn't Miami. Okay, okay. No, 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 no. Hold on, dog. Let me tell you. That story, I was down bad. I called D. I was down bad. But that bad was down bad, too, at the same time. And I was like, dang, dog. Like, yeah, you can't ask a bad man for money when he down bad already. You just got it. Like, young, all right, man, I hit you when I get home, dog. I had to. Grab his title and went to the uh, to the page. Oh, nah, I can't do the title. <laughs> Heck no, dog. I'm just asking for a $300 cash advance so I can eat lunch this week. But they don't, take the, they don't make you give them the title? Nah, you got to give them routing numbers and, and direct <laughs> access to account. So when your check come through, so what if you don't pay him? How do you get your back? They trying to garnish. Garnish, dog. Yeah. They like they like taxes. They they like Uncle Sam. They don't <laughs> like the IRS. It don't matter. It just yeah. you just got a negative whatever you borrow on your account. A negative nine hundred, negative twelve hundred, whatever. You got to pay the bank back. <laughs> so, yeah, that jump. Wow. So, Pacers, Hornets. Who y'all got in that jump? I think I like the Hornets in that game. Hornets? Yeah, I like the Hornets, too. I like LaMelo uh, and the Hornets. But, I, I mean, don't count with the Pacers, though. They got they got some some ballers on that squad. LaVert, um, Sabonis' son, he tough. That Bama is a, he tough. He might be the most underrated player in the league. Sabonis' son, him and, and Jokic. Might be the two most underrated Bamas in the in, in the league. I think they size Jokic though. No, Jokic is real, dog. He's it's just real. ugly, so Bamas don't want to give. It's him ugly, dog. Yeah, it's slow. It, it look. It look like. Listen, I'm gonna tell you how it really is, dog. You know, I play fantasy basketball, all of that, bro. The numbers this Bama be putting up is crazy, bro. Dog, the Bama be having like 34 points. 17 rebounds and 12 assists. And 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 if you watch the game, you just like, dog, how did this Bama get 30-something points on this dude? Dog, he be doing fallaway jumpers. He go to the lane, spin off you, body contact, all types of just he just a he a beast, dog. He a beast. Shout out Jenna Garcia. And I know her nuggets. They got the third seed. Oh, are they doing, are they letting fans in the game? Yeah. So if the uh, if your boys get in, you you vaccinated, right? Oh nah. Uh, mm. Do I gotta be? I get on parole next Friday, dog. <laughs> I might have to go. Uh, you might have to go front row one of them. Uh, with no, that's girls. right. You walking right into the tunnel with all this. I mean, you know, people still getting COVID even with the vaccine. I don't trust them. I think they got fake vaccine calls. Long as I know I ain't gonna die from no from no joint. <laughs> That's enough. You no, I've been in, I've been in this joint for a year yeah, and a half. Nah, you definitely I gotta been hit in. the streets though. Uh, okay, and the other series, I mean, it's going. We gonna update it as we go along each week. Mm-hmm. But you got the Knicks and the Hawks. I got the Knicks winning that joint. Yeah, I like the scene. Just the fact that Knicks are back in the playoffs. Knicks man. is back, dog. Man, Respect. Shout out. I haven't uh, seen them play to- one game all year. They back, I haven't they either, but just the fact that they're back. No, they gritty. They play defense. Uh, you got the that. heat. You got the heat of the third seed versus the Bucks. Uh, I don't know how the Bucks then slipped to the six. They just, I, I mean, they flip flopped because the Heat was at six just last week, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, First round bounce for who? The Bucks. Giannis. Yikes. Yeah. Nah, I think they squeak through. I think they squeak through. Uh, it's going seven though. Log that in. It's definitely Jimmy going Butler seven. might have something to say about that. Yeah, I'm Jimmy Butler's a dog. He yeah, he go hard body. Uh, Mavs and uh, Mavs and Clippers. Is that Clippers? Got that? Locked up. That's a lot. Okay. Nuggets. Portland. I don't know. I might like Portland. Here. Yeah, that's a 50-50 toss up. Uh, Dame good for one one game winner to hit hit you with a game winner. And Murray out. He the one that usually cook for the uh, right. for the Nuggets when the playoffs start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, we we gonna see, huh? We we definitely gonna see how how it how it unfolds, how it shakes out. Um, on to some NFL news before we get out of here for the day. 
Though I'm about to show y'all this video. Uh, <laughs> uh Bateman, and, and you already know what I'm gonna say, Aaron. But I, mm-hmm. I'm gonna just show some people. Catching out I'm, I'm, I didn't put the too clean on the video. See, see, see. Basket catch. See, 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 see. People right. don't know a basket catch till you show them a bat. When you when you put your arms out like that, that's not how you're supposed to catch that pass. You're supposed to catch that pass like this. He doesn't trust hands his hands. Extended. He doesn't trust, don't his trust hands. his hands. And what I'm telling you is, I know people want Lamar Jackson to get a receiver, but the but the but the uh, the Baltimore Ravens still don't have a number one receiver. I'm going to be the first to tell you, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, how you going to write him off because of that one catch? It looked like he caught up with his hands. Dog, his forearms was in the... In the, the I'm he just had his saying, arms turned the wrong way, like trying to basically basket catch a pass out in front of him, which is damn near... <laughs> you asking for trouble, dog. You asking for trouble. And that's the thing. He's basket catching with no defenders. When there's a defender on you, you can't basket. It, it, it's harder to basket catch. You got to have strong hands. You, you you catch it, pull it in. Like, it, it just, it looked problematic to me. They I took just, him in the first, know, right? They took him in the first, though. I, I, I mean, maybe they could get us to come help them do wide receiver evaluations, <laughs> but I can. They're really bad at picking wide receivers. So hopefully this bad will work out because I want Lamar to have a chance. Because you know it's all going to fall on his shoulders, bro. But you picking basket catchers, dog. What kind of chance you going to get with a basket catcher? But he got wheels, though. He do got wheels. He do got wheels. He can make plays. That's the thing. But, you know, but when basket catchers on your team, when you throw the ball deep and it goes over it, like, they got to catch it like this. They got to turn around. You gotta turn around and 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 body it, or jump for no reason. You already know yeah, the drill. Yeah, that's you know the one. The that's the one that jumping for no reason be blowing me, man. Dude. And people that don't know what we're looking at or can't really tell, they go, "What the hell are you talking about?" You know your goofy man that be on IG that got a problem <laughs> with everything. What are you talking about? He caught the ball, but it's a it, you gonna see. You gonna see, and when you see it, you gonna be like, "Dog, how they know?" Dog, it's simple. I ain't got to make this up. Dog, I know basket catching when I see it. Raul, nice breakdown, basket catch. But at least he didn't use it. When I think of the word, when I think of basket catch, I'm thinking of you catching it with your chest. It was too low, D. If he could (laughs) have... Hey, look. Hey, look, that's the thing, though. Amani Toomer was probably... I think he's like top old time Giants wide receiver in terms of yards and all that stuff. And he was a basket catcher. Everything he Six did five, was, and he was, yeah. One, one, no, you're going to get one basket catcher that, that, you know, make it through, but just as a, as a norm, as an elite. You're, so it's not just say he's going to be a bust, but when you see things like that, one, it tells you he doesn't trust his hands Two, It tells me he's not an a one elite receiver. Now, maybe he can get that cleaned up. It's super, super early. But to mm-hmm. me, it's just a sign that we, year one, this ain't going to be a first-round first round wide receiver then, away. Exactly. And then when Bama's excising you, I don't know if that's a fan who wrote that, but, like, when they gas you, so like, that's fan. acceptable. I, I just – because I would have told him, dog, no basket catching. First of all, he wouldn't be on the team if I was scout, scout squad. Um they got to change their offense, though. I don't care who they get at wide receiver. Yeah, that's, that's a fact. That's a fact. Um, Ryan Kerrigan to the Eagles. Do you care? I think it's a good sign for both sides. Mm-hmm. Because he chose, I think he took a little less money to stay in the mm-hmm. NFC East. So he want to play your boys twice a year. You're that's exactly what that is. Yeah, that's revenge. You already know. And they're going to size it. You know they're going to size it on the broadcast. Yeah, because they love um, you, Chris yeah, Cooley part two. You know. Morgan Moses says he wants out. You, you letting him walk? You want him out too, right? All he do is yeah, get holding calls, yeah, and get turnstile. And the thing is, like, I don't really want to talk about Morgan because Bama, you know, he as a football player, we talking about football on the field. We not talking about his personal okay, life. Okay, 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 fair enough. Football wise, dog, he is seventy six. 
And that's generous. That, 76 on Madden, dog. Between 72 and 76. I mean, I can't give him no higher. And, that, and you're right. That's generous. And so, also, the, the thing that troubles me is, I'm assuming this is the last year of his deal. I'm trying to remember. I remember Bruce gave him that four-year extension. I yeah, think he got this an might extension. Be, he's going into his final year. So he sees them draft a tackle at two from Texas. Then they sign a boy from Chicago. And he's looking at it like, I'm going to probably be a cap casualty because they're going to mess around and try to save some of this $7 million. And he doesn't have confidence that he's going to win the job and get an extension. Mm -hmm. So I get it in a way. But at the same time, you weren't here cooking. You were sitting here racking up holding calls. Yeah, you was a a 76, though. And this to kind of confirm what you were saying, this after this year, he's under contract for one more year, but there's no dead money associated with it. So if you were to let him go, you don't take a cap hit. I mean, you take a cap hit, it says right now for $7 million, but there's no I think money. they'll try to trade him, if anything. And if they trade, trade him, the other team picks up the whole salary, I think is what I read. Yeah, it's like $7.7 million. And, and they yeah. might be able to get something decent of value back for a starting right tackle because they don't see him getting turnstiled every week. Yeah, so they believe. Not turnstile, but the holding calls every yeah, week. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So. Uh, Packers signed Blake Bortles, hmm. Kurt Benkert. To the team, does this help them in their Aaron Rodgers? Why? Situation? They did better off signing me and you than signing you these right. two bums. Yeah. Why? Right. I'd have took a, uh, the league minimum. <laughs> I'd have been there on time. I probably have complete more passes than, than Blake Bortles and uh, whatever this Joker name is. Get out of here. That's desperation, in my opinion. No, that's an insult. Right. He laughed. Aaron Rodgers laughed. <laughs> like I want to see this. I'm definitely not coming now. <laughs> you already know. Uh, is there any rookie that y'all were y'all excited to see this year? Anybody you like? Man, I'm just I want to see the rookies on. I want to see you know what I'm saying uh, Ojalari really for the Giants. Oh yeah, I know you want to see yeah, people oh. on your team. Yeah, yeah, I already yeah, know who yeah. rookie of the year gonna be. Who's Ooh. that? Rookie of the year, Justin Fields, Chicago, Ooh-wee. and they yeah. making the playoffs. Ooh, Matt come back. That defense come back strong, and then yeah. Oh yeah. Now I can see it, dog. I I, I don't think that's far fetched at all. Um, yeah, I, I definitely can see it. Uh, I think so. I, I'm kind of intrigued by the Trevor Lawrence situation because I just want to see how that whole situation is going going to play out for his first year. Um, yeah, yeah, his, his first year. Um. But I, I I do want to see my man at linebacker for us. Oh, Jamin, uh Davis. Yeah, yeah, Davis. I want to see him at linebacker for us. See what he's gonna do. Lawrence uh, gonna break gonna the uh, rookie touchdown record too. I'm going on wax now with that. What's really? the What's 20, the record? Twenty four. Oh, if that's the record, dog. I'm picking him up. Fantasy. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and rock with him then. Off the strength of that. Uh. Follow us at OSS980 at Other Side of Sports. Appreciate everybody joining us for the broadcast today. Um, shout out Lil Christian. Shout out Wiz Buffy. Uh, we'll try to get one of them dudes on, on the show. My man Earl Kendall and get him on the show at some point. Um, shout out to Jenna Garcia. Shout out to Sports Talk Tasha. Try to get her on the show at some point too. Um, shout out to Ben and Knows Best. Uh, Lance J Radio, uh, everybody who supports us, share the show, the content. We appreciate you. We out. You can check out our podcast each and every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play. Just search Other Side of Sports. Or you can follow us on Instagram at OSS980. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, Z! How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about Let me speak. How does that feel? How does that feel?